And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian whose husband pings her lost phone at the airport, just like he pinged her lost heart years ago. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's an Eagle Scout who's comfortable enough with his masculinity to store all his tools in Jenna's she shed. It's Alan Moss. And she's a comedian, writer, singer, dancer, personal trainer, magician's assistant, and serial dog petter. It's Renee Colvert. Chef Jeff is here to make his scrapple extra scrappy. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little gummy worms. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. Hello, and welcome to the show, Renee. Thank you so much for having me. I'm already having such a good time. Perfect. (laughs) And we're done. I think I made that not that funny joke last time. Maybe that's my new (laughs) go-to. I'm sorry. Keep doing it till it's funny. I laughed. It was great. Could you be doing any better? (laughs) I mean, that's just, that's two shows. Hello, Jenna. Hi. Hello, Alan. Hello. Hey, Daniel. Hi. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Allison. What are we going to talk about tonight? Oh, good summary. What was I doing? That was like, that's your yada yada. Oh. So you were, I don't remember the specifics of it. You were telling some story and that was the filler. Right. And then yada, 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 yada. It's. <laughs> it sounds different in my head and when it comes out of my mouth than upon hearing it now. There are a couple of them. Oh, no. I have somewhere. I'll see if I can find it. So I feel very unfocused right now. I literally have baby vomit in my hair. And awesome. I'm not saying spit up. I'm saying baby vomit because it's changed. At the beginning, it was just like, oh, this is milk that was once in your stomach. But now it's like, no, this is a tiny human's vomit. It Ah. smells like vomit. I sprayed dry shampoo over it thinking, oh, this is good. But then I took a whiff and it just smells like dry shampoo with like vomit underneath. Um, What do you do if you just need to wash a tiny bit of your hair? Oh, I don't know. I just pull it up and pretend it didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. Put it in a pony and forget about it. Yeah. I'm it. kind of like keeping it away from my nose. That's real smart. I had a hairdresser once who gave me what I considered to be like, oh, oh, this is the way of life advice. She said, you know, you don't have to wash your hair every day. You can just hmm. wash your bangs. And I was like, well, you can what? what? How did one say do that? It, say it again. So you just, uh, just put your head in the sink, give a little wash of the bangs, the rest of it taken care of. And I honestly, like, I wrote it down and put it in my wallet. Good advice. <laughs> it was so, like, that's going to change everything Is it because 90% of people just see that part of your head or something? Or? I think so. Well, and then I guess just because your forehead gets greasy yeah. and it's oh, more it exposed to, like, sunscreen and stuff, like, that's the part yeah. that, like, gets worse. But, boy, that's why I think maybe you just, we'll just put that part in the sink. Yeah. I like the idea that 90% of people only see your bangs. <laughs> like, <laughs> their vision stops face. right where your head starts. I make starts. a point to only hang out with people that are shorter than me. I'm always in the back of the line. I don't want anyone behind me. Right. <laughs> I think, so then would you just blow dry your bangs? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So so that is exactly the process. So the rest of it goes in a pony. You put, uh, put your little face in the sink, wash your bangs, dry the bangs, and then you feel like a genius the rest of the day. 
I mean, I don't have bangs, but I do have a lock of vomit hair. Sure. It's hanging over here, but it's like down low. Oh, I think I know. Yeah. I, I know. It. It just you know what it was. I didn't want to then have to blow it dry, and I yeah. felt like I was going to, or else it was just going to be. I don't know. This is why moms always cut their hair short. Oh, probably. To deal with this shit. I I wondered whether I should bring that up on the show. I am debating cutting my hair <gasps> because it's. I am beginning. I mean, I've said it to you. I'm understanding why moms cut their hair, but I don't want to get a mom cut. I don't I want totally, this to be, I know. be the beginning of the end, even though I recognize that it is. I cut my hair short, but that is also because 90% of my hair fell out after the baby. So you are lucky that you have so much beautiful hair. So it hasn't fallen out yet, that is but I feel awesome. like it's going to happen soon. It might or not. Elliot's hair also hasn't fallen out. You guys might just have amazing hair. I mean, it seems like it. I, really? Perfect eyes, Science amazing hair. Oh, 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 oh stop. My gosh. Oh, go on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. stop. So basically, I lost all my hair. So it was like I had a mullet. It was like all this hair. I had all these short pieces and then like a couple long ones in the back. So now I'm trying to grow it back out, but... Hmm. Just if you cut your hair, don't cut it too short. That's what I'm thinking. That's what, it's like, just give it like a little change up. But right. I would say you have really gorgeous hair, so don't cut oh, it too short. Yeah, it's real nice. That's we, what I'm saying. You guys saying. are so sweet. Thank you. As a I dude, miss hair. <laughs> as a dude and the person with the least amount of hair at the table, I'll give you some dude options maybe. Okay. What about Daniel's steamer? Couldn't you just hit it with a steamer and get it out? <laughs> I didn't even think about oh, that. You got to be very careful because if that hits your skin, it, could, it would really hurt. Okay. Option number two. <laughs> it's a dude option, guys. Yeah, remember. These are yeah. not well thought out dude options. <laughs> Febreze. Just hit it with some Febreze. Well, I, I was hoping the dry shampoo would kind of be the same, it, if not even better, since it's for hair. But it's not for vomit. Get, it's for oil. Is it, just get a washcloth and warm water. Yeah, I didn't want to get my hair wet. That was, is, yeah, trying to avoid the moisture. Is right. it cruddy or is it just smelly? Just smelly. Yeah, for, mm, a little for, greasy. For Have we tried a dryer sheet? I don't see oh. like a good recommendation. Oh. I feel like you know how you, your mom will send you those like, hey, twenty products you wouldn't expect would work, right. and then none of them still don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but dryer sheets consistently, uh, they at least take out the static in your hair. Do we give that a go for you? Did you like have used dryer sheet in your wallet and then you crossed it out and wrote just wash bangs? Yeah, I did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I forgot that I meant to go back to you putting this in your wallet. Is that where you go when you're looking for like? A hint, a helpful yeah, hint. Pretty much, yeah. So like, uh, so uh, oh, it's gonna it's gonna get real dark real fast. I uh, <laughs> dark past used to love musical theater, specifically Rent. Uh, and that <laughs> that's my nothing sit- dark about this. <laughs> we don't think. Are we? Are you guys musical theater yeah. kids? Yes. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, my people, <laughs> I have found you. Yes, you're among friends. Um, Al, Al's not, but it's okay. Oh, sorry. We still Al. let him hang out. I'm, I'm willing to learn. I'm willing All to right. learn. He's the weird. Oh wait, There's and a- Jeff's not either. There's he, a song about numbers, right? I, I thought about going once yeah. and then I sprayed Febreze in my face <laughs> and it went away. He saw, tried to watch La La Land on a plane and wanted to jump out That's the window. Not, okay. well, the emergency yeah. exit, but I might have said window. I... I enjoyed La La Land. Okay. Yeah, I liked La La Land, but that's not the best entry. I point would say, for yeah, musicals. not a great musical. Yeah. We can do better. Where yeah. are you standing with Hamilton? I haven't seen it. I would, I would not mind seeing it. But you don't hate it off principle. No, okay. not at all. All right, people love it. Good. Okay, I, we can work I with that. saw Jesus Christ Superstar at some point. <laughs> I love Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> um, I've seen other musicals. Okay. Yeah. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Look at me. I've I've made it to a musical in my day. Uh, I can play. I don't know how to love him on the piano. Whoa. 
probably not anymore. Yep. But that should be in the top intro. <laughs> I know. <Right. laughs> so as you're saying, you musical theater person. Sure. So it would always be like a real cheesy life advice thing. And then I was like, oh, oh, this is dumb. This also looks not great on dates where I'm like, I'm barely holding it together. <laughs> I remind myself of such. And then I was like, yeah, let's just put something funny in there. So now it says you can just wash your bangs. And that's, I think, words to live by. Like, wh- I'm sorry to go so deep in this. No, but please I'm th- do. Where in please. your wallet is this? It is, you know what, it, is, uh, it has recently fallen out. Uh, I went to Big Bear this weekend. It's filed it. under eight. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've got one of those little chain purse uh, uh-huh. thingies. So it's just, just dropped. Just in there. In there. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of fun. I also don't carry a formal wallet. I just carry like a little coin purse. And I also have tons of paper in there, but it's not any hints. It's just like... It's just stuff. It's re- it's just the shit that you put in your wallet that other people throw out that I don't. Right. Sure. Well, because there's uh, there's always so much crummy stuff in there. There's like a ticket that you're supposed to pay or yes. something, whatever. So you got something fun in there. That'll at least helps a little bit. Good I idea. Put something fun in my wallet. Yeah. What should we put in there for you? Um, a dryer sheet. A dryer sheet. Then I would have like the best smelling change. <laughs> it's true. I had a dream about you over you the weekend. Yeah. Do it tell. was pretty intense, Allison. Okay. It was. We were all living back in New York City. I know. Exciting. I'm, I'm excited. Glamorous. Dream, yeah. Right? We had our babies mm-hmm. and you invited me to this like new play group that you found. And you were like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty exclusive. And I was so excited. And when I showed up, um, it was in this gorgeous apartment building and I was feeling all types of social anxiety mm-hmm. and secure about it. And I walked in and I like sudden, suddenly there was this mom that you were friends with that was like, you've broken three of the rules already. And it was like, I don't oh know what, God. I don't know what the rules were. I like skipped that part of the dream right. or something, but no. I was like, I'm not adequate enough for this group. And I left and it was so devastating. Jenna, I got kicked out of our play group in my dreams. I'm, first of all, I'm sorry I didn't, tell you what the rules were i know i'm right away what are the rules i'm sorry that i was friends with such a bitchy person (laughs) who would treat you that way i woke up and was like i can't believe this just happened this i even told al about it like right away like i was in a play group and i got kicked out the first rule of play group is don't talk about play group (laughs) sure it was crazy. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You, oh, also Elliot could talk already. What you was were you saying? You were like bragging about like, <laughs> Elliot already talks. He's only four months old, but it's pretty amazing. Oh, I was, this dream and I was, was like, current. Yeah, it was current. <laughs> and Sam was like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> Elliot talks. <laughs> like, whatever. Sam will figure it out one of these days. Elliot's a genius. You had a genius baby. Thank you. In an exclusive play group. So. Not bad. Were we in Manhattan? Yeah, we were. It was gorgeous. It was this gore it was like some huge apartment building all marbly and gorgeous i liked the dream till it took a turn for the <laughs> well dark. it wasn't you it was the crazy you, lady you turned out pretty well in this dream yeah actually. you were having I a did. great okay. time thank you <laughs> yeah, exactly. well i would have rather been in that dream than the one i had last night oh no where i found out that daniel was having an affair with someone from england Whoa, why do i little. get to have affairs in your dreams and i was <laughs> I was so upset that I started beating him up and I oh, kind nice. of, I think I bloodied him. Whoa. Yeah. Small price to pay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I felt better because it's like I had gotten it out of my system. Oh my gosh. A we little were bit watching. Of, a little bit of repressed anger happening in this household. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Did you wake up a little proud of yourself? I woke up feeling like. I woke up and she's looking at me going, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, we watched. We started to watch Twin Peaks, and then oh, right. I tapped out because it, I read a couple things that said it that it was scary. terrifying, quote quote unquote terrifying. So mm. I thought I don't need to see this right before I go to bed. Um, and plus, I my said. Twin Peaks is like a religious experience for Daniel. Sure. Were you into the show, Renee? I wasn't. Okay. No. Are we, okay. is he going to have an no, affair on judge. me now? No, no. Is that, no. Okay. It's too personal. I don't care what anyone else thinks. Okay. <laughs> I felt like my presence this is, this in what the, I think. I don't my presence in the room might be detracting from his experience bit, of watching it. A little bit. I knew it was. You left the room and all the lights went out. It yeah, was just, I know. Oh, this is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, by the way, has a Klieg light and several Fresnels. She has to turn on the, the room has to be as bright as possible. I enjoy it. I like light. I like I'm just I'm a sunny person. So <laughs> I'm the same way. I like all the lights on when Me we watch too. a movie. I can't oh, okay. Well we need to watch movies together more. Yes, all we right. do. It's, Daniel. It's not better. This is how some people are, and it's not just me. It's also Renee. <laughs> it's like inviting the sunshine to your party. She's Jenna like, Allison's like Allison's like it, the, the room is just cheerier when the lights are on. It's like, but the show <laughs> is the opposite of cheery. Sure. I don't want to be in a cheery atmosphere when watching something that's dark and moody do you want to watch twin peaks in a forest would that be like the ideal that would be great (laughs) so anyway (laughs) can we make that happen (laughs) i knew that daniel would prefer watching it without me and i would Mm -hmm. prefer watching it no that's not true actually i would have i would have liked you to be into the show but if we could have a light now that i've seen the episodes you made the right call for you it would have created nightmares and you would have been mad at me (laughs) so anyway Instead, we watched so we. Well, I just so I, now I'm like I don't want to spoil anything. It's a Silicon Valley. Valley. There's a scene That's where not a spoiler. So, yeah, I know, but I we I had it. just seen something where someone's face was a little bit bruised, so I think that's what created oh, that feeling I didn't in the even dream. Think about that. Yeah. yeah, that's where that was from. But to Renee's question of how I felt when I woke up, I felt like it, it felt very like equal. It's like oh, I took care of that problem. That a girl. That sounds so weird. I was. She took care of that. A lot of concerned looks. Problem at me. I will be staying. Come over if you want. With some friends. I will not say where. I was sad. At I was sad at what was happening. But you also cheated on her, so like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I was sad about it. I'm just saying it was like, oh, I didn't take that line down. What is going on with me? I've got to get back into therapy. That's great. Wait, didn't, do you have a preferred response that you would have wanted in this dream? Or we feel like a punch was the best case scenario? If she found out that I was cheating? Yeah. Yes, I do. The preferred response is like, I'm totally cool with that, honey. It's all good. It's you all good. don't mean that. <laughs> I strangely have no problem with it. I thought I would want to punch you. <laughs> I've been having all the like, I think the dream I had about you and I had one that Al fell in love with someone else is Jennifer it's all Aniston. the like insecure pregnancy. Oh, another one. Right. Insecure pregnancy dreams pregnancy. are like coming out. Are you out. pregnant? I highly oh, doubt yeah. it. Yeah. I really don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, <laughs> the way that you had to think about that. <laughs> well, considering that it took like a, all of our savings and a team of, of doctors to even get me pregnant. I'm going to doubt I'm pregnant. Wouldn't that be crazy? Though? It, it would be. I, I know. know. It does happen. I know. But what? so anyway, pregnancy was the beginning of my ever having those kind of dreams too. Mm-hmm. I think because all of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm afraid 
that if you leave me now, my life's going to get exactly. so much harder suddenly exactly. as opposed to before where it's like, it would be very sad, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I'm not as dependent. So, oh, so yeah. I don't have as much leverage as I used to have. <laughs> right. Shit. Oh, man. <laughs> so, Jenna, what, what happened in your dream? Oh, uh, it was so tragic. I actually woke up crying. Oh, like, I no. was so devastated. Uh, I I found out that Al had fallen in love with another woman, and he had chosen, like, no, I'm madly in love with this other woman, but I guess I better stay with Jenna. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, almost worse mm-hmm. because yeah. I knew he didn't like me anymore, yeah. and mm-hmm. he was just pitying me, and it, like, destroyed me. It like I I didn't get over it for like four or five days. It was Ooh. horrible. Alan, what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah, who uh, is she? We were not even in the <laughs> same city at this time. <laughs> no, so I, I was on like the road with my mom. Oh, okay. I am yeah. not at fault. <laughs> 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 and thank goodness because she didn't I know I would have woken you up. We would have had to talk it out. <laughs> yeah. It would have been a whole horrible night for you. Yeah. yeah. No. Now, do you fellas have the same type of dreams about the girls leaving you? <laughs> I've I've had those dreams about Jenna, absolutely. Yeah. And I wake up just completely <laughs> off kilter. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel never never had I that. I am dream. trying to help. I wish. I know I would love to lie. <laughs> I can't even lie. Am I, I even in your dreams? Sure, yeah. You usually as like some sort of rate like a force like <laughs> that tornado or something is bearing down on my home. Uh, yeah, something like that. It's usually something that we need to to stave off or protect ourselves against. <laughs> well, hey, at least I'm making an appearance. You know, honestly, my dreams have just been weird lately. I don't know. Like, they, they haven't been about relationships or anything. It's just been strange. I don't remember. I remember thinking this morning, like, oh, Jesus Christ. I've been having weird dreams, and then I watched Twin Peaks, and it was like supercharged weirdness. But I... Don't remember it. It's just so. Do you guys think it always coordinates with something that just happened? Just dreams? Yeah. I think that the 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 things that happen during your day like get stored as pictures or or symbols, and then when your brain when you're dreaming, you it just your brain reaches for the most convenient things. So you you dream. That's why you dream about this stuff during the that day. That probably sounds scientific and I, correct. I yes. think, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I dream. I th- I do think it relates to like what's going on in your life, but I also think uh, a lot like it can be things that are building up for a long time. Too. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You know, like years and years of stress. You might have some really crazy dreams. You know, I had a I did cupping once and had the most cathartic, amazing dream the same Whoa. the night after. Cool. And I thought like that was hundred percent connected. Yeah. Like they got some weird muscles all loose and something happened in my brain that like let go of all these emotions I'd been hanging on to. Do you remember the dream? Yeah, I screamed at this. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, sh- you should have bloodied them. Yeah, I, <laughs> or bludgeoned them. I didn't them. get violent, but I, I chewed out someone who I've been mad at. Ooh, like, I like it. Like, so, like every thought that I'd had, every feeling I'd felt about it just came out. And I woke up and I told out like, I feel like a million dollars. All that weight that was in this shoulder gone just gone it is nice when you can give someone a piece of your mind in a dream and it like comes out in a way (laughs) that feels cathartic as opposed to where you're like stammering or things Mm -hmm. or like i have just an anxiety dream i have is where i have to there's some emergency and i have to dial a phone number and like i can't hit the right buttons or i can't find the number or that sort of like ineffective that's horrible yeah Yeah. no this was all due to cupping i'm a big fan now i've only done it the one time but Something is connected. 
in the body mind mm-hmm. dreams it's i think so yeah i agree yeah I, uh, I not, it's not an anxiety dream. It's just frustrating where I can fly, but the only way I can move forward is to flutter kick like you would in a pool. And mm. I just can't kick fast enough that I'm just stuck <laughs> kicking my legs going nowhere. Do you have this dream often? I do. And but I don't, can, it doesn't really mean anything other than the sheets are completely off the bed by the end of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. But then uh, do you guys do this where you'll go to the web and you're like, no, nah, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh meaning. I'm coming into money. Like, right. That's yeah. Right. Yes. I'm on the wrong side. I always, yes. The first thing I do is get online. What does this dream mean? Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. I had teeth fall out the other night and it was like, you're something about giving birth. And I'm like, okay, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a baby. So there you go. I always have the dream where I'm trying to punch someone and I can't like it just can, like it feels like I have rubber bands on my mm-hmm. arm and I can never connect with the face. Ooh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't know what that one's about. So then I worry like, what if I get in a real fight physically and I'm unable to punch someone? I'd be anything involving motor skills can, is like, or like I can't run. Like anything where I, I in the dream I have to do something physical and you're just like oh, I can't yeah. remember how to do this. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me what like, the meaning was. If you might, punch someone, then you, you won't wake up. Tell me what's wrong like with this. <laughs> like if you fall, right. that falling game, uh, yeah. if you hit the ground, you're dead. Well, right. it might be because your body actually <laughs> the part of it is, is that you're paralyzed, par- you're paralyzed while you're physically. sleeping. I mean, while you're dreaming. Yeah. Which is why it was weird that I was like so good at making contact last yeah. night. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably some kind of warrior. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think that's clear no other explanation and i'm really a pacifist too so it's confusing to me it's confusing (laughs) it just felt so right felt so right to like (laughs) set things straight (laughs) i was i was was, a lot of unresolved anger in this room in general (laughs) so much is happening i I had another dream and i just punched the crap out of this guy (laughs) just fucking yelled at him i don't don't know professor bitch dreamt that i was flying last night i don't know It might not even be about you. It might just be about injustice. It's in never world. about... I don't think it's ever about the other person. It's only ever about what you're feeling. Well, I they think. say that y- everyone in your dream is you since it came out of your mm-hmm. mind. But I don't know how to apply that to this situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I think it's like... <laughs> <what> I, <laughs> that <laughs> makes it way worse. Yeah, I, I don't like that. that I've had. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. <laughs> I think what is the feeling of the dream, whatever the feeling that you can, that you can identify in the dream is something that you're working on. So it's like if Vengeance. you... Well, yeah, like if you're feeling like really frustrated or really anxious or really whatever, you're going to have a dream that has to do with that, you know? So and it'll it'll come out what in whatever right. sort of symbolic way it comes out, but it's like, yeah, okay, this is about like, oh, I couldn't run when I needed to run, so it's frustrating, you know. Okay, it was a dream about frustration. I'm feeling frustrated these days, or you know, whatever. I don't mean to make it boring, but I think that's what it is. I <laughs> know <laughs> what. I think that's what it is. I don't think there's anything magical about it. I just think it's it's you, when you go to sleep, your brain, like brain research on this, is very interesting because they they talk about what the brain is doing at night when you're sleeping, and it's basically whatever the challenges during the day that you couldn't quite like master so like if you were if there's a puzzle or you're trying to learn the guitar or you're you're studying or whatever happens to be you you think of it like you're building sandcastles on a beach and the things that are the hardest are the highest sandcastles and then at night there's literally these surges of energy over your brain that kind of wash over your brain and the things that are left highest are the are the things your brain is working on so they actually can they can actually measure uh 
a person before they go to sleep and then after they wake up and you're better at that when you wake up your brain is and so kids who are studying for finals or whatever and who want to stay up all night it's actually better if you get a full night's sleep because you it'll sink in your brain will work on it so but i think along with that are whatever emotional issues you're working on too so it's like if there's something that you're just uh you're that's what you're dreaming about that's what your brain is working on so that you can figure it out like if you're a video gamer you're better at the game the next day have you ever noticed that because your brain <laughs> has worked time. on it <laughs> yeah, you're oh like, my gosh yeah. i can totally kill these zombies yeah your brain has worked on it i know like uh when you're doing call of duty jenna totally yeah you're better <laughs> all right duty. well here is <laughs> <laughs> well here is what's been on my mind although it does not really correlate to the dream um, so a thing about me that, uh, the listeners know, Renee, I have a lot of, I can have trouble making decisions, okay. not always, but in general, uh, my friends a long time ago dubbed it rosinating, which <laughs> is when I just like overthink something. That's fun. So, um, it's not fun. I mean, thank you. Well, the phrase is fine. I, Shh, I it, hear you. Correct. <laughs> the experience for those around me and for the rest of this podcast is not fun. <laughs> um, okay. So anyway, I am very flummoxed with how one makes the decision about buying a house and which house to buy. And I realize as I'm saying this, I I feel weird even talking about it because I'm thinking it's so unrelatable, except that like I bet most people do uh, buy a house and it's just in LA where it seems like an An unattainable unattainable thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But so anyway, and I did, I did a Patreon live stream yesterday and I talked about it. Um, like I mentioned a little bit of it on there. And so I got some advice from the Patreon people, which was awesome. Um, so I feel like a little bit I'm repeating myself to those people, but not to everyone. I wish I hadn't issued that humongous disclaimer. Let's start the episode over. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So a couple of years. So this is now like the third time we've sort of started looking to buy a home. And the, the first time... I like was just we just sort of started getting the paperwork together and then the second time we started we looked at a bunch of different houses and at that point Daniel could sense there was some instability at the company that he was at so we decided to put it on hold which and it's a good thing because then he got laid off or the company I knew the company was going bankrupt so it was Um, inevitable that I was going to lose so it was good that we put it on hold but there was a house that I saw that I fell in love with and it had definite problems, but I just like the feeling when I stood inside, it really was more, it was more akin to a romantic feeling than a pragmatic feeling, which is sort of the crux of like, is this a heart thing or a head yeah. thing? And it was kind of a bad boy house. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like it had roadied for Soundgarden for a while. Sure. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it just was still smoke. Didn't care what you thought. <laughs> Anyway. So I just loved I loved the house and I was like I could totally see myself living here even though I ha- would have to squint a little bit because there were some problems as I said and Daniel was not as enthusiastic about it at all and so when we let it go and just let go the whole ho- let the ho- whole house search thing go I was also thought you know it would be better if we both loved the house because I cert as much as as much as I joke about punching him in a dream I don't want the two of us to move into a place that only one of us loves we you do want tend it to, to be right you want it to be a place that you love and i pretend to love <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah, i mean is, exactly. that, is that an option <laughs> no course, i'd rather <laughs> okay so anyway now we are looking again it's been a year and a half or two years and first of all it's hugely depressing here because 
our search is getting further and further away from LA because everything is so expensive. Nothing You're competing with cash buyers, and it's just, it's just, I'm we're not really seeing anything we like. And um, I went to go look at a house, and my mom went with me because Daniel was at work and couldn't go, and there was like felt like there was this rush to see it. And on the way there, I said to my mom, "I wish we had just bought that house, the other one." Right. So I got to give a name to that house. What should I call it? The shitty house Daniel doesn't love. <laughs> Perfect. Concise. Easy. Al- Alfredo. Um, I wish we just bought Alfredo. No, it, it feels wrong. Yeah. Sure. Mar- your... Marco. No, no. I don't think it's a guy. Bad oh. boy? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. had a bad boy name. I don't know. What's a bad boy name? Alan. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad boy name. I'm just kidding. It was on the tip of my tongue. Uh, That's what we were all thinking. Al. <laughs> He's always like, what? Tell your mom I don't care. <laughs> Dark Al. <laughs> Does Dark Al have a mustache? Goatee. Oh my god. Goatee. Yeah. <laughs> I terrible. wish. I was saying to my mom, I wish we just bought Alan. <laughs> Great. <laughs> because I'm not seeing anything that I like as much as Alan. Sure. <laughs> sure. And so we park and we get out, and and the realtor, before we go into the house, says, "Oh, you remember that house that you used to like?" Um. It weirdly came back on the market. What? So I was like, oh my God, it's meant to be. Because if it's meant to be our house, I think also back then I was like, well, if it's meant to be, it'll be. And I'm not really that kind of person. Sure. But I, 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 for some reason, I became that person when it came to the house search, which I think is like the wrong time to become that person. So anyway, I'm like, oh, it's come back into our lives. This, it, this means we're supposed to move there. Um, and, it was sort of like if you're about to go on a date and then your ex-boyfriend texts you. Uh-huh. I suddenly had no eyes for any other house, but not in a happy way, in a like, oh, why is this happening? I feel very conflicted about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Daniel and I started talking about it again. Um, the One of the main problems is that the backyard is like 85. There is no, the backyard is tiny and it's 85% swimming pool. Which, when we didn't have a child, was just not ideal. But now it scares me. If you're childless, the living room is very... It has this vaulted ceiling, and, and it's these very like, beautiful windows that look out onto the really pool. Really dramatic yeah. room, yeah. And then the, the but dramatic o- but homey, yeah. And then the and then the back doors open up completely. There's a little deck and this lighting l- lit pool. So at night in the summer. It's very cool. so it's gorgeous. gorgeous. It's beautiful, yeah. and, and, cool and the, and the and li- I, you know, the lighting yeah. is cheerful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with a baby, it's, it's terrifying. Yeah, but the Pools cool thing are scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the cool thing about babies is they'll, they'll eventually be five year olds who love a pool. That's true. Yes, and there's five years of me being terrified. Sure. Yeah, me well. too. No, that's fair. You can fence up or something. You can teach Elliot to swim now. Well, you can that's teach him a whole after thing. Six weeks. That's that a whole is thing. a whole thing. And that's a whole you can thing. Also put my, up a fence. My and cousin alarm teaches on your door that. And all that stuff. My cousin teaches the infant. What do they call it? Infant In- swimming or survival yeah, resource. Or but something. it's like it's still a scary thing. So, which, oh, so I was. I, don't, I, don't I can't like it, watch those videos. What online. I was, yeah, I was super into this idea of like, well, if we get a house with a pool, we'll just you know teach him to swim because they can teach infants to swim. His cousin visited us. And I was saying to her, how do they do it? She's like, with positive reinforcement. I'm like, well, that sounds benign. You know, <laughs> like imagining what? Treats. Like a clicker? Yeah. What do yeah, you use? Clicker. Well, the first thing, the, the first positive reinforcer is air. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So 
Daniel looked at like, me like, what? Breathing. And the second one is touch. <laughs> that does not reassure me. Oh, my gosh. Because that means that they're deprived. I mean, obviously, but they're deprived of air and of touch for a little while. I don't think of air as a treat. No, it's more like a necessity. Sure. I, that's how I think of it's it. It's like, it's the meal. I like to think of air as a necessity. Yeah. That's so that scared me. And then I started Googling and then I encountered, I haven't done enough research, but it does, the words child abuse and traumatic. I'm not saying that's what it is. But people say that online. It's very controversial. Interesting. Because we were, I was a little baby swimmer. Um, my whole family was. So we started like when we were little, little. And uh, and to watch it, so uh, so they blow in your face to make you like breathe in. Mm-hmm. And then they dip you underwater. And you've seen it. You know all this. I actually haven't watched the videos. Oh, okay. It, um, I, listen, uh, maybe I've blocked it all out. But both my brother and I did it. And then we were able to be like, pretty good swimmers by the time we were three so you did this thing that i'm talking about yes the- yeah like my parents put me through it and it didn't seem traumatic but also that's children of the well, 80s like we also so part of what i think is like anything that you research online you're gonna get the the people who had the yeah, worst experiences gonna be the loudest it doesn't mean that it's what there's what it seems like i just want to reiterate I don't know what I'm talking about, and this is just my impression from a late night Google. I just, but I'm just realizing that, like, I'm sort of potentially saying really awful things about a we company don't know. that I just named and that like your I relative said, my, works my, for. So. My cousin, she believes, believes in it fully, and I yeah. and I trust and I have her. And I've done it, and there's babies can do it. I yeah. think. I think yeah. with anything, it's it's all about risk and what you're willing to take on. And so with a pool, Jenna and I have had the same conversation. It's hard to find the house you like in California that doesn't have a pool. 50% of homes or whatever it is mm-hmm. have pools, and especially if you're in that echelon that you're looking. So I think you look at the risk. For us, yep. if we buy a pool, it doesn't matter how good of swimmers our kids are. We're buying a fence, yeah. period. Well, so, my yeah. niece was gonna, in a near drowning, so yeah. I like can't hardly well, don't put you an alarm legally on the have door. to have a fence? No, I, it's not legally. I don't oh, think really? so. Oh, really? In Arizona, it is. Oh. I, uh, my thing is, yeah. if, if we got a pool, we're getting the fence, we're getting the net, and we're teaching them to swim. Like, yeah. Right. I'm exactly. doing it all home. because sure. I don't right. want to rely on one thing to save his life. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, but it's terrifying anyway, but I even st- with all that. That, yeah. So I just started thinking, but I'll still, I'll still feel worried about it. Well, maybe that's my and answer. The other right thing there. too yeah. that I'll freaked me out about, yeah. uh, w- uh, that you read uh, was this thing of dry drowning oh. being oh. being possible, oh. which after seeing the affair now feels like, oh yeah, half the kids in America oh, die of dry gosh, drowning. Oh my gosh, I know. Mm. It's really like 12 in a year or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's just like... <laughs> that but, might be half the kids. We don't know how many kids there are. <laughs> so I literally scary. do not yeah. know how many kids there are in America. Right. <laughs> no, the internet is full of those stories. But yeah, I I pools, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. we would love to do it, but we would have to do everything. Uh, yeah. yeah, every precaution which is fine if you're there but then what if it's a babysitter that's what i started thinking would i ever feel comfortable (laughs) leaving him with a babysitter and then also let's say he's older and there's like he's 10 and he has some friends over running around and they slip and and they crack their head (laughs) this is like all my nightmares coming to life this conversation so anyway (laughs) there's the pool situation and then also the the Master bedroom's pretty small. That's not so much of a problem, but the bathroom's not that great. And um, the kitchen is grandmother's kitchen with old appliances. I like the kitchen. Daniel thinks it's depressing and ugly. It is very outdated, but it's got good space. Yeah, but it's well, then something you can work on. Here's the interesting thing, though. We so we went to visit it again on Sunday, and in my mind. I could have drawn you the house. We had seen it twice already. Sure. And I could have described details of that house like very specifically. And seeing it again after a year and a half, 
I was way off on certain things, and it's interesting how I was off, where I was off. Like huh. things I liked were much better in my. I was like, yeah, yes. the rooms had gotten bigger in my yeah, head. like the fireplace. Yeah. It was this really grand with this like modernist stonework, no stonework. <laughs> <laughs> like the the fucking dining room was uh, on a riser, like in its own no riser, right? Like same level, yeah, same level. <laughs> it's so weird, and you know, the deck was this really nice deck that went right to the edge of the pool. No, it just, you know, and. It's just funny it's because your brain, <laughs> how your brain like adjusts according to where you, you know, it's yep. just an yeah. interesting lesson in that, I think. Gosh, this doesn't apply because my therapist once told me this for a job. I would him and I'm like, oh, should I take it? I don't know. And she's like, you won't know until you do it. Like, that's mm-hmm. really the only way to know this. Yeah. So trust that you can handle anything. And if you get into something you don't like, you can get out of it. But that's a little bit more commitment than just a job that I can quit. <laughs> so I don't know. Quitting a job well, is Well, you can sell a house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing sure. is. Like if we didn't like but it, we with this, ha- sorry. No, you you can go. <laughs> yes, that's. I've been telling myself that because the idea of being locked into a mortgage is scary to of me. Of course, yeah. Um, but I've been thinking, well, you know, if you let's say all of a sudden you can't do it anymore, you like you you were wrong, or you um become jobless, or whatever happens, you can sell a house. However, and probably you'll end up making money, yeah. but. With an outdated kitchen, I think it would be harder to sell this house. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I think this house is going to sell for a lot. They think it's going to go for over asking, but I was like, I well, if it's will. meant to be, then it won't. It's in a I great mean, we neighborhood. It's, yeah. it's in we'll a neighborhood where it's like the, anyway. a, low, a lower end price-wise for the neighborhood. Great school. Like, it's, I don't know. I think it will. Um I don't. I don't think we'd even be able to afford it if we wanted it. Frankly, do you guys have your right. like? Oh, it's got to be this list of the things that you check off. Well, we talked to. See, that was the the thing that I was telling her about. You know, we're not going to be able to find the house of our dreams sure. in our price range because we're in fucking Los Angeles where everything <laughs> is insane. So, you know, we yeah. have to like compromise, and so you go in knowing that, and you say, "All right, well." What I was saying is you just have to identify what those things are that you need versus those things you want and then just go like, well, these are the things I need. I need whatever. I need to be in a good school district or I need, you know, uh, to have four bedrooms or play an office or like whatever, a big bathroom, whatever those happen to be. And then and then you can sort of know where your compromises are right. because that we're going to have to. It's just not. Here's the here's my thing. The thing that I'm, I'm hung up on. There are houses that on paper do check every box and I have stood inside them or almost every box. Like sure. they should, I should want to live there and I stood inside the house and I'm like, I can't wait to get out of here. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know what that is. And, and maybe once all of my stuff's in the house and it's my house, I won't feel that way. Or maybe I was picking up on something versus this other house, this Allen house <laughs> where it doesn't check every box she there just are feels right. it yeah, it feels just right. feels right <laughs> so but here's the thing so, it, wait wait can yeah, i just get this out no though? you can't i'm gonna continue <laughs> oh no you go so is this the kind of thing where the fact that i can't get this house out of my head i should pay attention to that and the fact that i know there's things wrong with it but i still want to be there i should pay attention to that and that means yes i should live there or is it more like the person like that and i keep liking it to relationships which is problematic or is it the person that like yeah you've been dating them on and off for eight years you're not going to marry them there's a reason you guys didn't get married there's something that's not there and then you'll just marry the next house yes yes daniel (laughs) for the record i'm raising my hand Mm -hmm. um (laughs) 
So there's no, you're acting like there's some sort of objective right or wrong here, and there isn't. It's all just a matter of what you can live with. So you get to decide what those rules are. You, um, when you go, oh, it's just meant to be, it's like that can be the criteria for you. Like, so you can decide that it was all meant to be, whatever it is it's that like makes you... like I've fallen in love with the story of me and this house. Well, so, but that <laughs> yeah. isn't right or wrong. The story of me and Alan. <laughs> Sorry, Jenna. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to have a dream about this tonight. <laughs> it isn't right or wrong. It's just like, okay, that's what makes you happy to buy the house. But I, but, then but I guess it's like, it what's going to lead you. to happiness in the house versus happiness? You know, all this, all this like romantic story of me and Alan <laughs> might fizzle fast, and then suddenly I'm not enjoying blowing my hair dry in Alan's bathroom. Well, first of all, Alan is very loyal, and he is. No, I, I think uh, the deal of the century comes around once a week. Oh, so well, that's you, the other thing. If the you like this house, up. great, and it's something you want to move forward on. Put an offer, but know the market, know what what your line is, and don't cross it. And if it if this does not work out, because sometimes even it's the perfect house and you're the right buyer, they will go with someone else and you right. will lose and you have to take emotion out of it. And I think any good real estate agent would tell you if you step into a house and you don't feel good, don't do it. It doesn't matter how perfect the house is, if if it's got bad juju, get out of it. Yeah, that's our 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 realtor was like, if it doesn't sing to you, it doesn't sing to you. No. Yeah. I'm like true. I'm listening to Alan's song. That's it's on repeat in my head. That's the problem. <laughs> I guess it's like, what does it mean that I can't stop thinking about this house? I don't uh, know that, that it means... you just like it a lot? <laughs> yeah. So that's all it means. <laughs> Probably just means that. that you like it a lot. I guess that's what it means. Yeah. And and it came back on the market and you go, oh, that's cool. I really liked that house. Because mm-hmm. I've looked at real estate the entire five years we've lived here just to know the market, try to recognize a deal when I see one. And I'll usually point out to Jen and be like, look how great this deal is. Someday in 25 years, we'll be able to afford that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I, but, I, but it comes around, you know, Frequently. twice, two, three times a month. You'll find the deal that okay. gets you what you need. Um, so if it's not this week, it's... Week and a half. Plus, there was no stonework in the fireplace. No, so I yeah. just feel like at this point, I don't know. <laughs> Bail out. Yeah, I'm. I'm not as into this house. So it's I know. But I, but I feel like yes, you really like this house. Um, you you should like what I was saying is there was a house that you looked at last week, and it kind of was what you were saying where it checked off the boxes, but you just there was nothing about it that you could get excited about, and you've been trying to talk yourself into like, oh, maybe we should really consider that house. And my The one feelings, that I saw with my mom or the one that yeah, you went, okay, yeah. yeah. And my feeling is, given the fact that we're going to have to compromise no matter what, and the fact that it's going to be insanely expensive, <laughs> and a hu- there should be something we love about it. Like, if, if there's nothing that you can say like, ah, oh, you know what, the house has got this problem or that or whatever... But I really like this. If there's nothing that you can feel that way about, you, that we shouldn't buy it. Mm-hmm. Because there's no point. That, like Al said, houses come on the market every week. Like there'll be another house. We don't, there's no, we don't have to move next week. You know, we have time. But we've looked at, how many houses do you think we've looked at, all told? I don't know, a couple dozen. But over the course of a few years. Right. This is the only one I've felt this about. I'm worried it's a problem in me. It is a little. I know. Yeah, That's you, you why I keep saying, what does it mean? You made an emotional connection with the house and you don't want to let it go. I'm, I'm emotional about purchases and I have a 50-inch plasma TV 
to talk to Mia all about that because <laughs> I bought it at like the end of life when no one has plasma TVs and it's a piece of garbage and here we are. I, I'm not, I, I can't buy another TV because I'm like, I spent money on this stupid plasma. What does your TV tell <laughs> right. you? I also have giant leather couches that haven't fit in an apartment naturally <laughs> for oh gosh. eight years. Someone's going to have a real nice man. Because as soon as I got out of college, I'm like, I got to have huge leather couches. <laughs> These belong in a 4,000 square foot house. They and I haven't lived so, in anything over 1,000 square feet. The first, it was like Tetris the first time we moved <laughs> into an apartment with those couches. So but we couldn't one, afford anything else. As one who is emotional with purchases, you just you have to just break away and luckily you're married to a rational like Boom. daniel that's who i'm married to a rational and she just goes like why are we getting up in arms about this and I'm like, i don't know <laughs> because it's bluetooth that's why <laughs> but to speak to your bad boy boyfriend metaphor mm-hmm. uh as somebody who also is like oh those bad boyfriends or just like bad boys in oh, general yeah. they always come back around like they never ever yeah. go away that's they true always so this house is going to be on the market for you forever. Right. It can't come in. It will it's always, always going to be Come back and be like, hey, yeah. what, uh, what do you want to do? That might be true. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's why Zillow's but, emails are always like, you up? If someone told me this house is, all, oh, we just sold it. I'd be like, oh, phew. Sure. Or if, if, we, if Daniel and I made the decision we're not going to consider a house with a pool, we're just not, I would be like, oh, phew. Or if Daniel were to say to me, you know what? Turns out I do love Alan. <laughs> Let's put an offer. I would also say, oh, I guess what I'm saying is, I guess what I'm saying is it's the indecision that's making me very uncomfortable. Sure. Because I would be happy moving forward with it and I would be happy letting it go. It's this thing where I can't decide what I'm supposed to do because I think I recognize how, ir- how emotional my feelings are as opposed to pragmatic. Forgive me for being so ignorant about houses. If you put an offer down, is there a cost involved? Like, no, obviously, no. you got to pay for the house. No. Could you try it, see how it feels? And if you're like, oh, that felt real bad, uh, take it back. You it's can, a lot of paperwork, sure. but it's not okay, a bad idea. Right. It's, yeah. just, it's just laziness that prevents us from I don't want that. the house. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. Well, oh, and that. <laughs> no. Be and more vocal about that then. You're able I to back like out I'm... during due diligence as well. So if you walk in and you're having appraisals and all the inspections, you can bail out at any time. Um, and that's why houses will go to pending or under contract and right. fall out and show back up on the market. My feeling about the house is if we were going to spend what this house is asking for, for just a tiny bit more, we can get a much better house. Mm. And so it's hard for me to want to buy a house that's so old and has such like a, it's just an old house, you know? And and Sometimes, it's got the pool and I just I can't mm-hmm. you know game, it's like it needs the game you can play mentally is you can say let's say the house is a million dollars but it's not selling you can say like well if it doesn't sell for six weeks I'll offer 900 right like you say like well well, then I got a deal on the house right. and maybe the market isn't seeing any value in yeah, it I mean, so that's the magical I can make thinking, an offer that's is that like down. if it's still on the market and the price has gone down yeah. <laughs> then it's our right. house wiggle room, right? it's not that it's available <laughs> at the same amount that it was Selling for two years ago. Yeah. But it's not. It's only a tiny bit less, right? More. They want more now. Oh, they want more? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going <laughs> to probably sell for more. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess that's right. If it's meant to be, then it'll just come back yep. again it'll be for cheaper. less. And, and the pool will have been filled in. <laughs> and it will have gone through rehab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So someone will and redo the kitchen. Trying to make a yeah. you know, serious, uh, serious attempt. Yeah. It'll have a that heartfelt is, apology for teasing right, you. Right. Yeah. 
And it'll be drinking a lot of coffee and smoking. It'll <laughs> swear it can change for real this time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think we're going to find it. I just don't think we should uh, stress just because we've only gone out a couple times in this new search. It's and not like been... summer is just starting and summer's the best time to buy a house. Thank you, Jenna. <laughs> Listen to Jenna. Yeah, school's not out yet. You want to wait till school's out. Then then tons so of houses the go flooded. on the market. I guess I, I truly think it's possible another house in this neighborhood will never come on the market, which is but insane. We don't need this market, this neighborhood. There's plenty of neighborhoods well, we like. I, well, this I, is we a like very this nice one a lot. This is a very nice neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, this was initially where we wanted to live. I know. One of the things you can do, uh, and I don't know like how how to do it all, but you could try to find a real estate agent that would work with you, and you can try to like paper the neighborhood that you want to live in and say, here's our offer, here's our financing. Oh, yeah. That's what my sister-in-law did. Oh. And just, so she... you're saying what you're trying to do is say like, you won't have to get a real estate agent. I'll pay the real estate agent fee. But here is the offer. And so you try to find someone who goes like, I'll, oh, I'll I'm basically that. selling by owner. I'll take that deal. Cool. Because I'm trying to get out, but I don't want all the hassle. Oh, that's um, interesting. That's sort of risky, like how I get but... calls all the time for people who want to buy this place. And it's like, great. Exactly. I don't, I just rent. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll sell it to you. Yeah. Right. You don't even have it. <laughs> just, go, just go downstairs and say, uh, That's hey. exactly yeah. that's what interesting. my I brother and sister-in-law did. So she's a real estate agent, but she... um. She knew, knew what, yeah, she knew, knew what to do, and she knew exactly which neighborhood she wanted to live in. So she sent out like a thing to all the houses in the neighborhood and said, "We'll buy your house for this much," and they got an offer. Hmm. From it was like you know, without I mean, even seeing the insides of the houses, she did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, I think like yeah. two people like perked up and said, "Well, we would do this offer, this deal," and then they like they walked into like, "Well, this house is not the right one." And yeah, we don't want your house. Liked. Yeah. Um, so I mean that's a, it's an option. So you can was try it to like an out. actual paper envelope letter? I think you, yeah, I think in order to do that you have to. Yeah, mail I think a it was okay. they mailed a letter. Um, <laughs> right, you, I guess yeah. via email would right. be weird. Well, no, like you also have, like solicitor. Yeah, like, you yeah. could break the law by like walking around putting stuff on people's doors. Oh, technically, right. so you want to be careful depending on yeah. the laws. But, I think so, but yeah, that's yeah. what they did, and they got the house they wanted in the exact neighborhood they wanted and a so, price they wanted. Yeah. Should we make that. some flyers? We should. <laughs> make some flyers. But so I, I would work. say for anything, for the, the dollar amount that you're talking, caution, it should take a few years mm-hmm. to find the right deal sure. and Houses to make the so right decision. Expensive. Because in, in LA, it's 10 times what it is everywhere else. Yeah. The, the, so take your time. The asking prices are too high, and then they're selling higher than the asking Oh, prices. I know. Yeah. It's so yeah. brutal. Yeah. It's, it's really just bad. Pressing. Wait it out. It's really bad. And then what you try to do is you try to play that family card really hard. Because with selling property, you have a lot of discretion. Like renting, you can't deny You do what people. you can. Like you go, but oh, in, we're, we're, start, we're a you know, new family. You can. And, and people will go, well, I wanted to sell this home I know. to a different and, family, just like our family was, because we grew up right. in this house. And you're like, So Gee, apparently man. everybody who tries to buy a house now writes a letter. Mm. You know? <laughs> it's like this whole courting process to try to buy this like, The letter for Alan would be so good. It would be. It would be it, so I mean, that, I'm in love with the letter. So then we were looking at this house, and there was another couple looking at the house i won't get into detail but they they were like oh we really like it we were like and they they had a house in the same neighborhood that they're selling and they wanted to you know kind of upgrade a little bit and they're like well you know why don't you check out our house so we went over to their house and um it was just like oh it's quite possible they're gonna be listening yeah but it was like it was a really nice house but it was it wasn't i don't know 
It didn't work. It didn't have. It didn't work. But I just it kept was, thinking. Yeah. But I kept thinking, story. like maybe that's the story. Oh yeah, I know. Like maybe the story was like the the romantic story wasn't that this street, this street, this. It was uh, that Alan uh, led us the to the Alan, another house? It, yeah, the <laughs> Alan led us to another. So I don't know. Um, His good friend Carl, you know, he's in the band <laughs> right. together, right? I know. You know, He's buddy all along. Yeah, he was the quiet songwriter anyway, you know, but you wouldn't <laughs> yeah. get much tension. I know. I want, I want, I also wanted that house to work and it was super nice. It's just, it was very cute. It, it was very have, it like it had have, all been redone. And so the it was living like room all, all new. Didn't have windows that looked to the outside. So it had, yeah. it felt, what's the word? A cave like. Yeah. Which actually, which I like, that's a feature for me, not a bug. Like I like, I, it's too, fucking sunny in the valley it's so hot out there like anybody who's spent time in the valley wants to basically die unless they're into the sun in which case fuck you um so to me like i'm just all about the shade if i could have a a, you know like an artificial storm sure snow machine i would so to me that was good yeah. But you know, I have friends that have been looking for a long time in the city and they haven't found anything. It's just so my expectations are not that we'll find something right away. I guess that's part of it. Let's sure. get to the most important part of everything. <laughs> Renee. Yes, finally. Thank God. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that was a no, lot of house buying talk. <laughs> It uh, was too much. Would you, like as a renter, you want to contribute, but are like, I don't. Can you? If you what if you bring cookies? Do they lower the price that way? Oh, I don't know how this works. Thirty cookies. Just, if you if you bake dollar bills inside, right? Exactly. Does um, it come with the roof, or do you have to pay extra for that? I don't. What, how does it work when it's you actually B Y O R? Right. Bring your own roof. Well, we've never owned, so I mean, it's all new to us too. Right. So here's my question: yes, You were a magician's assistant. Boy, now where did you guys get? It is true, but how did you find this out? So we've Joe DeRosa, research team. Joe DeRosa was supposed to come on tonight, and sure. he got in touch with me this morning and said that he was sick. Oh, buddy! And I talked, and I reached out to Jordan Morris, and he's like, "You know who would be great, Renee?" And I'm like, "Perfect, I'll reach out to her." And then you said you'd come on, and then I'm like, "I need some." Renee, fun facts. There Magician's assistant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do tell. Oh, talk about How did you look, put apologies, yourself back Apologies sure. to everyone for making you listen to House Talk when the goods are right here. No, no, no. Listen, we yes. all needed that. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Well, here that I'm uh, free, freewheeling and easy to make terrible decisions with, with no remorse. <laughs> yeah. what I learned from that conversation. Like, just buy it. <laughs> not how you be an adult. Uh, this will also represent in that magician. So I was a magician's assistant for the Magic Castle, which was oh, wow. so, cool. so fun and so great. But what they do is their magicians rotate just because yeah, yeah. they, they want to have different acts and a lot sure. of the people are club members. So they, um, I'll probably get sued for this. I feel like I signed a, oh, don't ever tell anybody about this ever, but it's, it's hey, worth no it. One it's worth it, right? We don't have any magicians in our <laughs> demographics. So. Terrific. So, uh, so I was a magician's assistant for a rotating magician. And, uh, and so you get your little outfit uh, and they measure you and you learn your trick and then they come in about every six months. But <laughs> that was the summer that um, the Krona came out. <laughs> So I had grown uh, a bit. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering what. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right, we get it. Okay. Um, so, uh, so the trick. So that was your trick was making cronuts disappear. <laughs> <laughs> They're ready. Um, so, 
the uh, the trick essentially is, and this is going to be difficult to describe on like a visual medium, but um, it's all it's all like little traps that you just hide in. Sure. So uh, so he's on a top platform. There's another platform that is perpendicular to that. That I'll be on the top. He puts the little curtain uh, around the top part. Mm-hmm. I drop down into the perpendicular part, mm-hmm. and then he ends up on the top. Oh, magic. Incredible. Mm-hmm. So uh, so we didn't practice it because I've been working with him for a long time. And then... Oh, no. Wait, sorry. Mm-hmm. Can oh, you explain no. that again? <laughs> yes, I would love to. So it's like... Um, is this what's going on behind the scenes or this is what the audience sees? This is the trick. This is So it's a trick. It's also what the audience sees. So the trick starts with so, me on top. Uh, a picnic table might be a good way to okay. picture it, but instead of there being like two slots that keep it up, there's one slot in the middle. So okay. That Your premise is that this magic isn't real. It's cra- yeah, you're right because it is. <laughs> Believe magic. Yeah, magic okay. might not be real. It might be Sorry, an illusion. Yeah. So, um, so we we should have done a rehearsal, but we didn't. Um, and we uh, we start. So I'm on the top. Uh, the curtain goes around. I go into my little slot where you're supposed to hide, and then I just feel something like hit my upper back, like oh, so no. hard. Uh, and I was like, I can't. What? And then I was like, oh, that's my own ass because I have slid down into the thing and I have like squished myself into it enough that my top butt is just like literally my upper middle back. And I am so in it that I can't like lift up oh, no. and I can't wiggle down. And the curtains come around oh, no. and I just see the magician like looking at you like this isn't happening for either one of us. Uh, and then the curtain continues to go and there's nothing to be done because it's just me and this like huge weird not doesn't even look like a butt anymore because like, it's so high up there. And I like just turn back to the audience and I'm like, well, I'm stuck. Uh, they shut it because you don't mess up at the Magic Castle. Right. Like you just don't. Oh, my so they shut the curtain. The opener guy like came out and was like, it's like juggling balls and just like, like, how do we people fix were people this? crying yeah. and they were just I the uh the magician like screaming off stage understandably because this is embarrassing for him I was also embarrassed but also <laughs> laughing my ass off because this funny. is so funny. funny they like hoist me out eventually and I don't even get to get dressed I am escorted off the premises wow. never so fast never to come back never again wow never again oh wow. my god yep. so yep. you know what yep. Totally worth it. Kinda. Yeah. So wait, could, <laughs> well, could you good. could you go to the Magic Castle now? I not I, not under my name. Well, I you could have like a fake mustache. Or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, me yeah. who doesn't like cronuts. <laughs> 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 oh, what those cronuts! Yuck. <laughs> exactly. So oh. that uh, that sort of ended my career as a magician's assistant. Certainly wow. at the Magic Castle, maybe under a different wow. name. Oh, yeah. awesome. right. But it's essentially like to do that. Like it's just showmanship and how fast can you move uh is kind of the the tricks to all of that so the the trick is that the magician's above the thing and and does the audience see you or no no so the trick is just that is the curtain goes up and then you're it's you instead of him right and this whole time i just i'm yet to describe this in a way that because it is kind of a and it's also like a weird it's an appearing reappearing exactly yeah yeah yeah. gotcha there's always just little tiny slots that they go to same where they like saw you or whatever like we're Mm -hmm. always just off to the side of it um and unless unless you're a little big and then you're halfway out <laughs> that is hilarious oh, okay crazy. i know let me find the other oh, fun awesome. facts all right that jordan what sent. else do we got and thank you jordan how great is jordan he's, he's the best. Best. yeah he's just awesome. couldn't be better i know yeah. loves dogs we all knew that. I do love dogs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For listeners who don't know, you co-host Can I Pet Your Dog podcast that both Jenna and I have been on. Such We're, a fun one. Fantastic. Uh, you guys are uh, among our top uh, shows. 
Everybody oh, loves it. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Very That's good. so nice. Uh, we'll touch it real quick. I'm sorry about Party Ooh. Girl. I know. I, can. Okay. I know. All right. Um, so sad. Uh, yeah, we'll circle back around yeah, yeah. with that one. But I I also think that that's funny that I have a podcast about dogs and I don't have a dog. <laughs> I pitched it to the network. I was like, this show? And they're like, oh, your dog? I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Just everyone else's. They're like, all right, yeah. Uh, but no, it's been it's been really great. And especially, like, it's not the easiest of times right now in the news. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the uh, same show every week. We'll, uh, we talk about dogs. We met this week. Uh, we talk about dogs in the news. Then we'll have our guest on that talks about their dog. But it is kind of a like guaranteed nice escape where you're not going to hear anything gnarly that that's right that's great yeah 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 Uh, do you think you might get a dog i am so uh so the big revelation our big season two is um so that they have their like um uh max fun drive that they have and then we have various incentives and one of the incentives was hey guys if we get if we get to the certain number i'll get a dog Uh, oh did i make that incentive after we already hit it of course i did (laughs) (laughs) that's fine (laughs) Uh, but then it kept going this year probably because we got those mcelroys on the network uh and they uh they kept surpassing it so the next one was you guys get to name the dog which is fun and exciting, or that maybe is- a disaster. Yeah, get ready for Bodie McBoat face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. I know. <laughs> um, do you know what dog you're going to get? I don't. Uh, so what, there's a few, I think, uh, a few little like other shows are like, oh, we place uh, people with dogs. So we're waiting oh, to see if nice. we can like, work with them. Uh, but my, my little roommate does not like dogs. So I know, I know. You're going to have to get rid of your roommate. It, that's precisely what happened. <laughs> so we had, a little, we had a little family meeting. I was like, what can we work with? Can we like six months? Uh, and that was in March. And he was like, yeah. So he'll be moving out in September. He's okay with the dog being there like July, mm-hmm. August, September. So I think in July I'm oh, going to start cool. looking. And then again, I love so a fun. big dog. Um, but I have a moderately sized apartment. Mm. So hopefully I can just, uh, I can get that big dog, but I can take him outside a lot is my, is my plan. People have humongous dogs in apartments and it seems to go okay. Yeah. Like what are the, not Great Danes, but I guess greyhounds Greyhounds are are huge and they're supposed to be good apartment dogs they seem great yeah i think i also irish wolfhounds Mm -hmm. and like pretty much as long as you exercise you gotta get them out and run them yeah Yeah. and then right yeah you should be okay but that's a that's a big plan so starting in july that's very uh, exciting my sweet little parents planned a vacation around it (laughs) oh come on out we're gonna start looking at those dogs yes great yeah all right uh, has been a personal trainer. Yeah. When was that? Yeah. So that, uh, I think, well, now that we are all musical theater people, I did yes. musical theater for a long, long time. And I think the natural trajectory is you're a dancer, you're a musical theater person, you're in New York, you're tired of your show, what am I going to do with the day? Oh, I'll go teach dance class. And then that turned into personal training, which was great. And then that brought me back to Los Angeles. But then I slowly just got like kind of tired of it. Uh, so I worked at the gyms on the lots at like Disney and Warner Brothers and uh, Paramount. But then I also would coach CrossFit stuff. Uh, and I guess there's like a million stories about it. But uh, essentially, like, there's no trick to personal training. It's just how enthusiastic can you make counting look? Like, that's basically just one. Nice. Looking good. Uh, that's, that's it. That's all yeah. you have to do. Don't you also periodically say, dig deep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I believe in yes. you. Right. Uh, but Breathe. I knew. Uh, yeah, right. I don't hear you breathing. <laughs> Um, I don't love that all these stories are like, uh, and then I got fat. Uh, but <laughs> I, I knew that it was time to go when uh, I um, have you guys gotten a hold of like it's the brand name uh, Chex Mix with is like the puppy chow is what I know oh, it to be. Yeah, Muddy yeah. Buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yes. is so that? Good. What is that? Oh, so good. Jenna's this that Shazam of snacks. It's rice yeah. Chex. Yeah, it's co- <laughs> chocolate covered chocolate. chocolate peanut butter covered rice checks that are all dipped in powdered sugar. 
Is this a thing you buy or you make? Both. Sounds it's amazing. Good. It's yeah. an addictive and yeah. so good. Awesome. Sounds good. So on the way to work, uh, just like dumping it in my mouth, uh, just <laughs> as much as it can be. And my my poor little client was just like, "Oh, were you were you coaching CrossFit before?" And then I was like, "I why would you ask such a thing?" And she's like, "Because you have chalk on your shirt." And I was like. <laughs> Yeah, that's chalk. <laughs> of course it is. Right. Just covered covered in powdered sugar. And I was like, all right, maybe maybe we're done with personal training for a little bit. Okay. Uh, magician's assistant, which Great. we went through. Singer, dancer, Broadway nerd. So I didn't... When I read this, I thought that just meant that's what you're super into. I did not realize that you were a you were singer and a Broadway? dancer. And sure. On Broadway. I only made it to off. Just but the off Broadway. That's still that's pretty cool. cool. In New York City? Yeah. Totally. What, Thanks, what were you... Th- Tell us everything, sure. please. So, uh, so I think once you're in the off-Broadway element of it, it's just you just need a jukebox musical that your bridge and tunnel crowd can be like, oh, sure, those songs, I know it. <laughs> so there was a show that ran for too long called Girls' Night, the musical. Uh, <laughs> and it had like, I will survive and holding out for a hero and girls just want to have fun, like all the songs that people who are blind drunk can still recognize and be like, yes, worth the ticket price. Uh, so it was, to- it was terrible. It was so bad, but, but because it was like enthusiastic and a fairly cheap ticket. Ray, yes. That's Al's favorite music. Is that your favorite? Yeah. 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 This whole time. talks about it all the time. I was big. I was like, why is he yeah. being weird? Cause he wants an autograph. Yeah, I said yeah. it. Okay. Just, you know, I, <laughs> Every show I was there. That's how I met Jenna. <laughs> oh my God. I was just walking the city. Walking, walking like, to the Chipotle. Would from- you like to go to Girls' Night with me? Please. <laughs> yeah. Won't you? Uh, and then, of course, it had a spinoff called Girl Talk, the musical. Um, mm. And yeah, it, it was, as much as I make fun of like the actual content of it, like I had the time of my life. It was yeah. so yeah, much fun. The- so Who fun. did you yeah. play and where was it? It uh, Boy, we played the same place. Uh, we were on 45th Street and we played the exact same place where uh, Tony and Tina's wedding is. Mm-hmm. And it's like in a... Um, Kind of a, a like a, a downstairs basement uh, theater um, that I don't know if that would make much sense at the time. We were right across the street from In the Heights, which is very exciting. Oh. That is uh, exciting. Like, oh, I sh- I feel like I should know In the Heights better because because you or love at all Hamilton. because I'm so into Hamilton. How sure. does it compare to Hamilton? Oh, it's good. It's, it's good? real good. Now, granted. Uh, that was before we knew Hamilton. Sure. Like we knew what he could do, but it's just so smart. And it's such a good message. And he's just, have you guys seen him perform? No. Yep. It's, uh, well, not well I mean, I've seen yeah. footage of Hamilton. It just sucks up the entire room. Like yeah. he's so brilliant. He's yeah. so good. And, um, and yeah, I think that was it too. Like to see, see somebody who wrote and made their own show in the role, you have no choice but to be like, that's amazing. That's fantastic. Mm. Yeah. So have you seen Hamilton? I haven't. No, I don't. And I don't know that I will. That and uh, I never got a hold of Book of Mormon either. Those big, big ones that you're just like, I, I guess I will at some point. Book mm-hmm. of Mormon's in town right now. Yeah. And um, Hamilton's coming. To Hamilton's coming. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I wow. definitely saw. It. Uh, what about Fun Home? Did you guys get into that? Yeah, yes. I was in town. Loved so good. Fun. Oh, no, we saw it in New York. No, okay. we, yeah, we saw it. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Kate Schindel is in it now who is in Legally Blonde you guys remember okay. her as Vivian uh, I worked with her a little bit in New York uh, oh. and she was so great like she's so busy and so great and still like came on in our little podcast talked about her dog like so nice but oh, it's, that great. show's great that I'm show's yeah. amazing yeah. yeah really great what, uh, can we go around the room what's everybody's favorite musical Mm? Yeah, Jenna's ready. (laughs) Mine is Thoroughly Modern Millie. Yes. I just think it's the cutest musical ever. Mm -hmm. Love it, love it, love it. You're correct. Mm -hmm. Yep. That, I saw it like four times when it was on Broadway. Yeah. 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 With Sutton Foster. Yes. Yes. I was just obsessed. 
And she's so good. That's such she's a good perfect. role for her. I know. Perfect. I know. Have you seen her? Were you a Bunheads kiddo? Did you like no, that TV show? but I have a friend who's obsessed with it. And I, I just I just never started it. I know I'd like it. It was good. Yeah. yeah. I know I'd like yeah. it. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, have you seen Sutton in anything else? Oh, yeah. No, uh, I did. What did she do after? Shrek, Anything Goes. I saw Anything Goes. We there saw we Anything go. Goes. Our first date. Our first date. Oh, not mm-hmm. bad team. Not <laughs> bad. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm like, I knew I saw her in something else. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, because you said you liked the person in the show. Yeah. Like, oh, let's go see that Because he'd one. never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Was that or like Spider-Man, watch someone fall to their death? Because right. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the end thing. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I can list musicals that I've seen. That counts. <laughs> Um, counts yeah yeah i've seen music man great oh, oh lame is is my other favorite oh, sure. sorry oh, yeah yeah that's a good yeah. one great fiddler yeah. on sorry. the roof great one terrific um i saw what was the one they saw anything goes that was pretty good <laughs> so yeah i thought you watched night was five minutes of west side <laughs> yeah, story you. i've yeah yeah until the first like he, he hated the get the gang members flick snapping. Their legs. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, he just had a hard time. Oh yeah, I think I did. Yeah. I we we saw it, and I think when they like did that thing, yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, don't do that. Exactly. You just yeah. go like, ah, don't. I don't like it. Right. Like it. Yeah. West Side Story is dated. Right. For the listeners yeah. who are wondering what we're doing, we're. Flip it, flicking our wrists and snapping. And, yes. And being sassy. And then there's like a leg that kind of yeah. goes out straight. It's hard. It's like the whole body goes concave. Yeah. Convex. Yes. It's hard to take the gang element seriously <laughs> in Horror Side Story. It's a little silly. It yeah. is. You know, because yeah. they're dancing around and they're like, we're going to get into a knife fight. <laughs> right. You know, and you're like, oh. No, that's so but cute. But then they like, ooh, <laughs> like they like do all yeah. these like weird move body movements. Yeah, that are, it's hard to take stay that. Stay cool, boy. Yeah. You know, like it's just. But when I was like about the ten, <laughs> that was pretty badass. Oh, totally. Like, oh, gang, I'm gonna be a shark. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's so lame. <laughs> oh, I love it so much, especially because Jersey Boys does the exact opposite move. They just bring it right up, and, uh, oh, and you're like, well, Jersey Boys is more masculine than a game. What is happening? Yeah. What are we doing? Oh, Choreography. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Um, it, I don't know that I have a favorite. I, uh, it changes. I think re- lately it's probably Hamilton, but before that it was Sweeney Todd. Oh, good one. Um, Les Mis. I really. Mm. I don't know. You know, That's Book great. of Mormon's great. Like I don't know. They just. I. I'll just go. It's like whatever I'm in the mood for. Yeah, those are perfect. I, uh, yeah, those are good. I like it. I like it. My favorite is Hamilton burger the, the perry mason musical <laughs> so a little off 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 Jeff, theaters yours is frozen is that a musical movie? yeah i saw it's it it's it, they played it only played for a month at a very tiny theater off off, off oh. broadway it was the handsome dick manitoba theater i don't know if you've ever been there i don't Jeff, think so. yeah interesting what about puppetry of the penis is that a musical <laughs> it's a show it's a show. broadway show it's a show okay uh-huh <laughs> Alison, you have a favorite count. i don't i have favorites um i like andrew lloyd webber a lot yeah so i was i was very into phantom of the opera sure. oh when i was yeah, yeah, yeah. i was re- yeah <laughs> i saw it more than once my sister was, was into <gasps> as into rent probably as you are and she saw like rent right. was her thing yep. versus phantom was the one i was super into okay. also super into les mis um and then i also really liked book of mormon and also i really liked evita also and also jesus christ superstar though so i've like never seen of, it on stage all of andrew lloyd um, yeah yeah 
also yes. Starlight Express. Oh, oh yeah. who could I forget. I saw that. I did not love it as much. It is the weirdest musical that has ever been made, but I loved it. Oh, and when sing I along oh with my Ferber. gosh. Yeah. I think yeah. the hardest part about Starlight was Jenna. Their trains? Yes. Jenna, well, that's the <laughs> Jenna played the soundtrack on a road trip and explained each song to me because I'd never even heard of and the I'm concept. Like, They're on roller skates, and babe. Like, it's their trains. It's crazy. This is a real thing that people know about? Are you sure? <laughs> Oh Sorry. yeah, uh, it played Vegas for a really long I time. I went in Vegas. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> my poor family was just like, I guess okay, I sure, get yeah, we'll take it to see a train I thing don't know in Vegas. Where I saw yeah. it. I don't think it was Vegas though. I just I, feel maybe, like you know it's one of his more underrated musicals. But <laughs> really I'm a fan. Is. I'm a fan. It really is. I wonder yeah. how Cats would hold up. It's Ooh, on days. Broadway right it's now. It's back. Yeah. yeah. But maybe canceled already. Oh. We'll see. Oh, yeah. 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 Didn't, didn't do great. I draw the line at cats. I won't do cats. <laughs> okay. That's... Yeah, I don't know. There's something about that. Andrew Lloyd Webber is sort of, he straddles that line <laughs> for me between cheesy and. And acceptable cheese. Yeah. Sure. I Could you know. do like a Sunset Boulevard? Could you work oh, with a, a I like movie? I like the music of Sunset Boulevard me quite too. a bit too. Yeah. I don't know that nope. musical. It's I mean, I know bad. the movie, but. Hmm. Okay. All right. These are great. Listen, you all got the answer correct. Great work. <laughs> Yay. All right. Also, loves the Rocky movies. Oh, boy. Yeah, I sure do. Sure. Good for you. I think <laughs> for you. Those are fantastic. No, no shame. I, Come on. Uh, that can be. This is uh, a little testament of when I know I've had too much to drink at a bar. One, I have an app that is absurd that whatever ailment you have, it'll tell you the thoughts you're thinking that are creating that ailment. Oh, yeah. It's that's like it's, that. Do you? I mean, I don't believe it, but sure. I like it. Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. So uh, sober me thinks that's ridiculous. Drunk me is like, oh, listen, I got the answers for you. Uh, <laughs> or I will quote Rocky to you. And I think it's just that thing of just overcoming adversity. Like it just, it gets me. I love it. My poor friends knew this about me. They tried to take me to an actual uh, boxing match for a birthday. I lasted five seconds to mm. actually like see hitting. Right. Uh, and that wasn't a super cheap ticket. Uh, I know. Poor Wendy's like me too. I also love Rocky. Wendy's, Wendy's trying to find a spot to have her bone. Oh, uh, her whimsy. Her whimsy. <laughs> I see. Uh, are you guys Rocky kids? Yeah, yeah. I love oh, yeah. Rocky. Yeah, uh, you know, I love the first one because it's a great movie, and I like the second one. It's like diminishing returns with Rocky for me. What's your What's your favorite Rocky? You know, I love Rocky Balboa. The once new- we had a long hiatus, the one after five. Yeah, that came out. The one was like, that it's was not good... about how hard you can get. It's about how hard you can get it and keep moving forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having grown up in Philadelphia in the 70s, oh, yeah. I will tell you that was the first, well, the first three were huge, but we learned to play the Rocky theme on the recorder yes. in music class oh, yeah. in school. You took recorder? Because I did too. <laughs> All we learned to play was what do you do with a drunken sailor, Nobody... <laughs> but still. <laughs> oh, that's good too. Nobody takes recorder in at least in the school district it's I went to, it was upon foisted upon well, that's you. What I yeah. Mean. yeah, yeah, I I played it. By the way, the wrong <laughs> instrument to introduce kids to. Well, music with sure. Yeah. yeah. Now, was that was that uh, troubling for you, or that was like, oh, listen, I, oh no, I'm it was gonna great. Pay tribute properly. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Now, does Philadelphia have the amount of? I've been to the statue, but do you also have like a Rocky Day or like a, a Rocky Bar somewhere that only you guys know about? No, not really. Okay. I mean, it's just, it's so, sure. it's such a pervasive part of Philadelphia culture. It's just, a, it's so iconic to Philadelphia that it's, there's no really like secret spots or anything. But, you know, everybody, when they go to the art museum, they stand at the top of the stairs mm-hmm. and yep. put their hands up in the air. When you're going down uh, the Italian market, you'll kind of run down yep. the street or something. Every time I go. Yep. Yeah. 
Al, there's a scene where Rocky gives Adrian a gift and he's like, say it. Open your press. And every time, on, open your every press. time he's given yeah. me a gift in our entire marriage, it has started with that. I always like give it to open your press. So open your press. I love it because <laughs> it's awesome. Come yeah. on, I think it's Rocky Four that he does yeah. that. Yeah. I don't remember, yeah. but <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think everyone except for Five is fantastic. Yeah. Even the most recent one. Sue me for what? But yeah, Rocky Five's terrible. Yeah. yeah, I heard the most recent one was great. That Creed. Creed. Yeah. yeah. Creed. Yeah. Creed is okay. There's oh, there's one scene where he's doing push-ups in a hospital room that I was like, well, okay, all right, we're pushing it a little bit. Yeah. But beyond that, I was on board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, family from Colorado. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, Colorado Springs. Do you, are you guys familiar with Colorado? I know Colorado Springs. Bit. Much yeah. about it. Brother right. lives a, in. It's a state, right? Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> you got it. Colorado Springs is like the place that you everybody wants to live, but you can only live there if you can find a job. It's like it's the perfect place to live. It's just hard to find like work that uh, yeah. can take you there. For you know? Yeah. 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 Because if it had any sort of like thriving culture or artist community, it would be great uh, to yeah, go yeah. back. Um, they do. We've got the Olympic Training Center, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Air Force Academy. Air Force Academy. Uh, Garden of the Gods. So yeah. it's awesome. Beautiful. The uh, the difference between Denver and Colorado Springs as far as like um, conservative stuff and kind of like, hey, hey, we're cool with things is pretty significant. Yes. So I think that also keeps me Colorado, that's true. Colorado Springs, that's where, um, what is that uh, pastor who, um, oh God, there was a pastor in that movie Jesus Camp who was an uh, advisor to George Bush yes. who got busted like, cause, because he was seeing a gay prostitute or so. Who's that guy? Oh gosh, I want to help you out, but I think I, I know like exactly what you're Colorado talking about. Springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, that church is headquartered in. They have Colorado it's a whole Springs. thing called Focus on the Family. Does that sound yes, right at yes. all? Yeah, that that's the one. And it's well, just as messy as you'd expect it to be. Yeah. So they and they had very heavy political influence too. Yeah. So it was really it's yeah. a good movie, by the way. Which is a bummer because it's such a great place, except for that. Yeah. Well, not to change the subject, but I think isn't Pikes Pikes Peak or whatever? Yeah. Isn't that Purple Mountain's Majesty? That's I exactly. That's that. That's a mountain that that line comes from. And it's awesome. great. And my whole family is um, like, we don't, we don't ever do anything except for like rigorous activity. That's just <laughs> what happens when you're from Colorado. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> just like, okay, I guess we'll be sweaty for the next eight hours. Uh, <laughs> but it's in a way it's good. Uh, and like everybody's too tired to fight at the end of it. So it works out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that uh, Pikes Peak is the, uh, we've got like the Pike, so many activities, but one of them is the, uh, the motor climb where they like yeah. race cars up it. Uh, the, the only thing I know it from is for the Price is Right. Oh, wait. Do, oh, is Wasn't that the, there like a thing where you, who walks up a peak and then there's like prices? Well, there's the Yodeler thing. Like, is that the Yodeler thing? thing? I don't know if that's, that, that's Pikes not Pikes Peak. Peak? Yeah, Let's know. make it Pikes Peak. It was always Pikes Peak in my, in my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell people that too. Oh, you know us. We're from Price yeah, is Right. Yeah, you know us from Price is Right. right. <laughs> hmm. All right, you guys. So... I teased Snack Chat for this episode last week. I mentioned the Snack Chat item we'd be doing so that listeners oh, yeah. can purchase it on their own. And then it's weird. I heard a, everyone heard a fart over there. <laughs> what was that? It's Wendy chewing on it. <laughs> there we go. I've <laughs> learned how to throw my farts. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. Fartriloquist. <laughs> so some people might be doing Snack Chat with us 
And uh, the snack chat items, which I'll be going to get in a minute, are from Hope Halper. And here's her letter. Huge fan of the show, and I love all the new people you've been trying in Greg's seat. I know that there are a bunch of fancy macaroons all over, but these are the OG macaroons that I have been stocking up on because Passover is approaching. This is a little while ago. Here are some atypical flavors, and I thought they would be great for snack chat. Looking forward to the segment, and thanks for constantly making me laugh. You guys are all great, and I've gotten a lot of friends to listen. Sincerely, Hope Helper. Thank Ooh, you, Hope. Thank oh. you, Hope. Okay, nice. allow me to go get the macaroons. Snack chat. Okay, so here are mint chocolate macaroons, which I will send down the table, and red velvet macaroons, which have already been opened because Nibbles might have tried them, and they're pretty good. Oh, I love macaroons. These oh, are... Oh, sorry. Okay. Maybe good. Maybe which, not maybe so they're good. good. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, I'm Nibbles. Yeah. <laughs> nibbles is my alter ego that snacks late at night. I love Nibbles. I'm nibbles. nibbles. I want to be best friends with Nibbles as well. <laughs> Uh, just out of the gate, opening up that mint one, uh, it just smells like just like all of my favorite Girl Scout cookies came. Oh, it totally came to me. smells. Okay, like Girl this is great. Um, so far, I'm on so board. Duper, <laughs> super duper minty. Uh, mint chocolate, amazing. Yeah, mm, great texture. It's not offensively minty. Not violently, violently minty. minty. <laughs> yeah, you guys, I don't like mint, but I'm tempted to taste the chocolate mint macaroon because it does look real Girl Scouty. They're good. I don't like mint either, and these are good. Mm-hmm. I don't mm. think you'll be mad at this. I feel like I should try the red velvet first, though, especially since yes, I actually do. already tried a few of them. I know, I am, yeah. you guys, what people love is when you chew into the mic. So, mm-hmm. um, the red velvet tastes like it, it's really good, but it just tastes like chocolate to me. Hence, because red the velvet eternal is, is chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. It is chocolate. Yes, <laughs> but they're amazing, and I love both of these. Mm-hmm. And macaroons rock. Daniel, do you want the rest of this, or or should I just put three quarters of one? Macaroons. She'll send me a whole box of homemade macaroons. Oh, good mother! You got a high standard. How are we feeling about this? And these are macaroons, not macarons. No, French cookies. Yeah, Yeah, these are like how do you pronounce those? I thought it was macaroon, but I guess macaron. Macaron or macaron? They're different. These are the coconut. Yeah, coconut. I'm I'm going uh, two for two. I think they're both pretty yeah. fantastic. I also was impressed with how fresh they are because they're coming out of a, 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 a can. Yeah. I'm uh, giving this to you, Daniel. Does this happen I'm to you guys? It down, yeah. When you get into a macaroon, the coconut will get caught somewhere, and there's always a choking fit. Mm. Uh, nope, because you're good eaters. Okay. I, uh, I that'll happen to me on that and then what are my um, my popsicles my otter pops for some reason those also will just be like well I'm choking again I started <laughs> when I lived alone in Brooklyn I was uh, snacking on some pickled eggplant as one does <laughs> of course I went through a phase of enjoying very vinegary tasting things that come in jars because they're all like zero calories and so much flavor. Mm-hmm. And a piece of pickled eggplant went down wrong or just it was so astringent that I, I just started choking and my eyes were watering. And I thought this is how I'm going to die because I'm all alone. Right. I'm going to die this way. It was very scary for a, a few moments. And then it was sort of humorous when I didn't die. Of course. And a relief as well. Yeah. But... uh did it spook you enough to be worried about things that you had not tended to, cleaned up? What are they going to find? 
Yeah, besides no. my there's a jar okay. of yeah, besides pickled the eggplant, <laughs> carrots that she hadn't gotten to. Right. I always worry about my search history. I'm like, oh god, what was I looking? Yes. What was I looking up? Yeah. <laughs> Great. That's terrific. How often do you joke, Renee? Enough to worry about it. Yeah. Once is enough to put that fear in your head. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Of the two, which do you like better? Is there a clear winner for you? I thought I was going to not like the red velvet because I'm very, very picky about red velvet, but those don't have the like chemically because red velvet often has like this weird like they're trying to make it taste like something else. Right. Like, like a food dye. Right. Weird. When it's just chocolate. Yeah. Just let it be chocolate. And those taste how red velvet should taste to me. So I'm it's like big words, big praise. For me, the mint chocolate would be my favorite, but I think the red velvet are. I too prefer the red velvet. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't uh, if they were just there. I would. I would go to town on those, not the mint. I uh, I just love mint. So mint wins for me, but it's because that's uh, where right. it started in ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd go with the red velvet. They have chocolate chip ones of these that are <gasps> oh. magical. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the mint. Wow. Okay. Uh, both are great. Mints. They're both great. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Hope Halper. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for not okay. sending us something gross. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, you guys. If you uh, would, wait, did I say that these are Manischewitz macarons? Yeah. Last episode, you did. I did. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and yeah, I put a link last week. Should I put a link again this week? Definitely. Maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe as well. Yeah. All right. And then next week we're gonna do some items. I brought the box out here because uh, I gotta see what they are. This is a tease. I'm not going to give it all away. Snapchat. They're they're snack chat items from Sweden. Ooh. Presumably they're on Amazon though, so I can put a link in the epi- in the episode summary. Um, but but it, it occurs to me that they might not be. Those are it's like crazy licorice, right? Sweet. Cra- it's like they salted love, licorice. Yes, that is so yeah. popular there. And then salty corn puffs covered with milk chocolate. Mm, that sounds mm. good. And what is this? And like an Oreo bar with chocolate on the outside oh, of it. Yeah. So That's I'll put links to these, assuming I can find them in the episode summary. Um, in a moment, let's do just me or everyone. But first, I want to tell you guys I'm on Patreon. Uh, Patreon is a place to go to support artists, podcasters on an ongoing monthly basis. There's all sorts of different reward levels. There's a level where you get bonus episodes each month. Our own Alan Moss was <laughs> just on a bonus episode. Whoa. It was very fun and very fun. popular. Like Speak it, it dog. <laughs> Straight up. Jenna's been on the bonus episodes. Oh, yeah. Jeff was on a bonus episode. <laughs> I would like to have all of you back on more bonus episodes. Daniel just recorded a Twin Peaks TV podcast bonus bonus. I'm I'm recording a secret podcast on your Patreon. You're squatting on my Patreon. I'm squatting on it. Um, yeah, it's really fun. And we're talking about Twin Peaks. So anybody who, even if you're not into that show, we're trying to... Uh, You'll get the episode. You will <laughs> get it whether not. you like it or not. Yeah, you don't have to. But hey, hey, free episode. Honey, can you always be my hype person? <laughs> so good. Hey, guys, check it out if you want. Check it out. It exists. I guess it's there. It's taking up bandwidth. So you boom, might as, boom, so you might as well. Check it out. Woot, woot. Just as hard to delete it. So. <laughs> so if there's that, there's a level where you got to 
access to a live interactive video stream and apologies to the people who got the joy of listening to me talk about house hunting now twice uh and there's a level where you get merch in the mail all sorts of fun stuff patreon.com slash allison rosen is where you go for that okay let's do just me or everyone sometimes i ponder on something i have thought or done is it just me or everyone okay Emma Daw says, can't hear Comey news without thinking, Comey, don't play that. Uh, was funny first time, but now sad habit. I kind of, <laughs> to me, that is the most, um, what's the word? Like the the most authentic kind of just me or everyone is, is one where it's like, my brain does this silly thing. Like every time I'd be in, I'd go to the bathroom when I worked at Time Out, this story is going to sound weird, but um, no, it wasn't always time out in New York. I think time out in New York is where I realized every time I, this happens, I do it. If I was ever in the bathroom line with like a can of diet Coke in my hand, I would always think, what if I just turned to someone and said, I'd like to enjoy my diet Coke in the bathroom. Did- <laughs> Why didn't you? Cause it sounds ridiculous. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm sorry. My brain checked out of that story, but my mouth kept going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like even what I wanted to say was more clever than that, but I'm just saying every time I was in a bathroom line and I had a can in my hand and I don't know why that happened all the time, I felt the need to address it. Here, Here's a just me or everyone, though, related to that, which is every time I bring, a, I want to bring a drink, I'm holding a drink and I want to go to the bathroom, I think, well, people think it's gross that I'm bringing a, my drink into the bathroom and then I'll want to leave it out of the bathroom. Like, will they think, oh, he's drinking poop particulates that have settled into his drink? I think that yeah, all the time. I always sure. had that. But for some reason at Time Out in New York, everyone took their drink into the bathroom. I don't know why. It was very weird. They're, and there all, was just, they're all alcoholics. Yeah. <laughs> they're in there <laughs> filling with rum. Right. <laughs> Jason Dix says, I, I never need a flat sheet when all I have are fitted sheets. But I always need a fitted sheet when all I have are flat sheets. Ooh. You know, I'm not an organized person, but usually I always have just a fitted sheet and a flat sheet. Just We've got a lot of flat sheets because someone over here is constantly ripping our fitted sheets. Daniel. Uh-oh. No. Daniel. How do you do that? By putting uh, them on to... You know, how, you know how he shakes himself to sleep? <laughs> yeah. It rubs on the sheet, his foot... Yeah. And then it, he'll put a hole through it. Wow. He's done it to like three different sheets. How many yeah. revolutions per night do you do? <laughs> yeah. when I, have no, I do it while so when like, I'm not like conscious. The, it's like a cartoon when they're getting ready to run. It goes... No, it's like when you scratch a dog and they shake their leg. He's like... It's like a fast shake. It's fast. Yeah, but I'm... That's why I think there's an earthquake all the time. Yeah. Because I'm like, are you shaking or are we, is this it? You got, you should keep a fire extinguisher handy. You want to start a fire. <laughs> I might, yeah. It keeps me warm. That's Possible. why I'm always kicking the covers off. It's too hot. I'm working too hard. Anyway, I have this problem is all I'm saying, Jason. I got um, a lot of flat sheets. I keep them together. I uh, a slight addendum is that uh, fitted sheets always make me cry. I don't know if that's a me or everybody. Because so, you try and fold it and you're like, this is impossible. Can't do it. Yeah. 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 Or putting them on. Also, I just, <laughs> yeah. this never works. Yeah. yeah. Grandfather was killed by a fitted sheet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, Daniel. Sorry. <laughs> Some people don't use fitted sheets, though, right? They just use another flat sheet. I think so. Yeah, but I feel like but those it's pe- easier. Those people must have sheets that are constantly 
coming, coming undone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they like must make their bed often enough to like re... I just right. don't make my bed often enough. But Al, didn't it come out that you... Un- oh no, it's Daniel. <laughs> right? You untuck the bottom sheet every night. Nope. No, Al oh, untucks oh, okay. it. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no. Honey, you, you are in bed with me every <laughs> night. <laughs> well, no, but you don't untuck it with no, your hands. No, the question, that, the question that you had put forward no. was saying... Daniel that, puts... I remember because <laughs> I was like, what? I tuck my his, feet. He tucks his feet, feet down <laughs> under the mattress or something. No, no, like, no, it's no, like, no. You tuck it between the mattress and the sheet. Yeah. It's tight, yeah. Like on the Wait, your feet dangle off the bed. That's what I didn't realize. Yeah, no, well, I, it makes sense which, though because you have like six pillows north of your head, and now you start halfway down the bed. The rest of your body has to go somewhere. <laughs> well, all, yes, but also, um, if you want the the sheet to be really tight at the ba- at the bottom of the bed, and you have banana feet, <laughs> then you, you either have to untuck the sheet for there to be enough room for the toes, or <laughs> You tuck the feet into that little nice little foot slot. Yeah. At the edge of the at the end of the bed, <laughs> it's for the feet. Makes sense. You know the what I'm foot slot that's in between the end of the mattress and the, and the sheet. sheet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you have like a bed frame, then between the frame and the. Oh and yeah. The, oh, yeah, that would be nice. Forgot yeah, about see that. What I'm saying. Oh, I could get behind that, but isn't this only if you're on your stomach? It's best. It, it works best <laughs> when you're in your stomach. It, but there, listen, when you're on your side, the feet can go in there. There's ways. Just trust me on this. Yeah. No, what are the ways, Daniel? Explain it more. Yeah. How does it work? You, you, if you're if you're on your side, but sort of like tilted in yeah, a yeah, bit, sure. then the feet, you know what I mean? Of the course. feet are, you can are kind sort of, of at slip an angle. them in a little bit. So they're bit. not like fully yeah. perpendicular to the floor. They're sort of at an angle, but they're just tucked right in there. <laughs> right. Just get them in there. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. You do this too, Jenna? No. I'm I was not gonna crazy. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I just, if my. F- hey. My, I have the most comfortable sleeping feet here, so. That might be true. I don't move much in my sleep. Me neither. Yeah. I wake up pretty much exactly how I went to bed. Yep. The bed's already basically made yep. on my side. And Daniel has those super toes he has to take care of. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> right. I, I, seriously, you got to really not put any stress on the toes <laughs> yeah. while you're sleeping if you want them to be most effective during the day. Sure. Yeah. Point them down, then you get the gravity bringing the blood flow down there. Listen, Renee, you did CrossFit. You I know. Did. You have toes have to be used in CrossFit right. if you're going to get the most out of your wad. That's like rule one of CrossFit is make right. sure your toes get plenty of sleep. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> if I were in bed and my feet were hanging off the end of the mattress, every signal in my body would be saying to my brain, you need to reposition yourself yes. on the bed. You're falling off the bed. You're not being supported by the bed. Correct. That's your problem. <laughs> I know. More end of well, what's the, for you. Just so us. if you like to have a tight top sheet, okay, so you can get snug in there. I don't then, need to have a tight top sheet. Okay, but if you did, like I do, <laughs> then your other option is just to have your feet all akimbo, like <laughs> Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin or something, right? And yeah. that's weird. You know, like, what do you do? Like, both to the side or both... <laughs> Like, what, there's no way. You have Turned to out. tuck them in. Yeah, sure. My mom has a device that goes in the foot of the bed and it holds the sheet up. Huh? It looks, she has like a device. It's like a, um, you know those Atta shelves that I always buy that I never really use? It's like a thing that goes in your oh, cabinet. Add a shelf? Yeah. 
Not like at a shelf. Like, <laughs> way to go, shelf. <laughs> no. It's like, it looks like a little shelf, like a space maximizer that you'd buy. It creates and foot space at the base of the sheet? Yes. It's a little like plank with little things that go down over here. Why? To- so the shit that place? Yes. Someone should have just told her about the foot tuck and then she wouldn't have to buy <laughs> she a sleeps on extraneous. Yeah, that's the problem with sleeping on the back that, you know, it's 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 a problem. Out of shelf. It's a problem. Out of, <laughs> out of shelf, I guess, yeah. All right. Jamos for A Rose says, "When I'm watching a wait for it video, I'm constantly checking how much time is left during which I have to wait." I remember an old boss of me. <laughs> he was the boss of me. <laughs> an old boss of mine commented that like, this was a long time ago, but no matter what video anyone sent him, he would just watch it. Huh. Like an email. It's, and he said it like, isn't it almost as if he were doing just me or everyone? Like it's common, right? That like no matter what video anyone sends, I'll just watch it. Whereas someone could send me a video that's like, puppies and facts of life and a whole bunch of people saying nice things about me and i still wouldn't watch it i just don't like well, watching videos i mean i will occasionally but that wasn't I'm the question was it no this is, it, is just tangent terrible. oh okay no but that makes sense i uh, i won't click on it unless it's like under 30 seconds yeah <laughs> like i got i got minimal time to work well with wait your... for it is you're a hostage to the time sure. that's what of i'm course. saying but i feel that way about watching any video online pretty I, much i completely fight and just give up I go. I, I just basically decide like you're not worth my time if you're not going to tell me how it is. And the the Facebook posts I hate where it's like she thought she was getting married, sure. and then the audience started to laugh. And I'm like, and it's like trying to get you to like what could possibly be happening, right? And I'm like, I just refuse to click. I go like I don't care about this story. It doesn't. matter. I do refuse to click on those as well. Facebook it just yeah. is outrageous. I don't want it to exist. Email. Oh, sorry, Jeff. Or when you see a commercial when they. It's some commercials, and there's a story, and they're like, go to flippyflab.com and yeah. see what happens next. Like, I will okay. no, Never. no, I will not yeah. do that yeah. under yeah. any right, circumstance. Right, right. So anything that's like a, an ad, though, you you know it's never going to be as good, or any kind of like paid click-through, it's never going to be as good as their... So that's how it's, it's easy to avoid those. But if it's a friend saying, hey, check it out, it's harder because you trust the person. Yeah. Although I got burned because um, if you know enough IT people... Sorry, Al. Um, then you tend to get, not Al, you tend to get forwarded pretty hardcore videos, not like porn, but like, well, sometimes. Oh, I haven't included you in my forwards. I'm going to do that from now on. And like, because IT people tend to be, they're on like 4chan and stuff. They're on these like crazy websites. And I was, he was like, oh, you check this out. You're going to, you're going to like this. And I, and I clicked on it and it was a video of a guy in Chechnya getting his head cut off with a knife. Like it was a real video. I, I I watched a man get beheaded. I'm like, first of I've all, I've only heard this no, story like six hundred times. Turn it off. off. You're yeah. all, friends. First of all, kind of friend does that? I would like this. <laughs> <laughs> what have I projected in the office here that like, I got to send this to Daniel? This is his. This is right <laughs> you up. You are his giving alley. Alan some bad ideas, though. <laughs> he would, right. He is going to haunt your email yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. So that's <laughs> that's I'll send you that video, though. Not anything gross. Gruesome. No, just like cute dog videos. That's yeah. it. Just Getting lots murdered. of AFV clips. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend that texts me just a YouTube link constantly with no description of what the video is. Oh, Fuck no. that. No. Oh, no. I have yeah. watched not one of them ever. 
Whoa. Just random. Just yeah. here's the link. I get it as a text. I'm that way on Twitter. Says, if it's a if it's a video link and it's a YouTube link, mm-hmm. I won't watch it. I don't want to open usually. another fucking yeah. app and see it. It's like it's got to be embedded in the Twitter. Sure. Now, because we all have these rules, have we all been got? We're like, ah, they got me. Because that'll still happen to me quarterly, where I'll be like, oh, this is definitely a legitimate news site. And like, no, that's that's not. I'm reading a lot about some weird yeah. diet pill now. Right. <laughs> occasionally, I've been got, or I occasionally fall for those videos where they're like, "Do you see what is in the video?" And then some like ghost jumps out of the video oh, or sure. whatever. Yeah. You know those yeah. stupid yeah. prank videos. I don't. Care. I have. I fell for those maybe twice. Yeah. Yeah. It's embarrassing when you fall for it. You just go like, I know no one's around, but I'm super embarrassed. <laughs> <But> now, <laughs> here's a just me, everyone, though. Yeah. Because of those videos you're talking about, now if I get a video where it's something calm, I'm just like bracing right? for the fucking, <laughs> yes. the scream face to come. It's like, oh, you're not going to get me this time, scream face. You know? like, <laughs> I haven't even seen these. That's that how much I steer clear of scariness. So, yes. Yes. It's not good. You know. I just had um, Monique Powell from Save Ferris on my show. It'll air after this episode airs. But we were talking a little bit about horror movies. And I was saying that I scare too easily, so I don't watch them. And do you remember this, Jeff? The -hmm. look she gave me. It was like she... I think she pitied me. (laughs) It was was pity. And it was like... I think she even said it. Like, I just... You're just missing... Maybe... I don't know if just her look said it or if she said it. (laughs) Yeah, it was different. But it was It was like you're missing out on so much. Right. It wasn't it wasn't just I don't get that. It was like, "Oh, what you're you, cutting you, yourself like Yeah, you don't like, know what you're missing." Right. Like the rainbow has all these colors and you're just living in this little section of the rainbow. No, I'm on your side. Scary movies are the worst. I uh, will go to Wikipedia and read the entire plot. Me too. That do, I think that maybe that's what started us talking about that cuz that yeah. came in as it just mirror everyone on well, some episode right. that I did recently. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. So Handmaid's Sorry I keep talking about it Handmaid, I, I can't get it out of my system Handmaid's Tale Yep I won't watch it But I read everything about it That a girl I read because I knew it was coming out And people that I really respect and like Are like oh it's the best book Oh it's the best book So I read it I got through the whole thing And then I was just like I just There's no hope in this at all <laughs> Yeah just It's pretty n- brutal Nothing uh, so I, I watched the first episode It's so good but I can't yeah, But that's can't. not a horror movie Like there, I don't think there's any thrill To The Handmaid's Tale I think that when people are into horror movies and they're saying, oh, you're missing out, I think that they get some... There's they an get adrenaline rush. Yeah, they I get, get a thrill an out of that. Rush. Like yeah. a roller coaster? Yeah. Except your... I hate roller coasters. There's, but so there's... I, I like... I switch. We're those. the opposite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I also don't like roller coasters that much. Oh. <laughs> but I'm not afraid. I'm not I'm like terrified to even them. get on one. Okay. But a scary movie I could watch all day long. Has that always been the case? Always scared always. roller coasters? Oh, I was terrified as a kid. And then something happened where I was just like, no, this is going to be the thing I can do. Uh, oh, you're brave. <laughs> It'll fade. Have you have you gone on any roller coasters? I've done Words Disneyland. Not, <laughs> not not uh what's the other place? California uh, Adventure. California Adventure. I yeah, did, but I've done gross. everything at Disneyland. Did it scare you? It was okay. They were okay. They're pretty tame though. Mm-hmm. Even they don't go the big down. rides are pretty tame. Have yeah. you been to Magic Mountain? Oh no. <laughs> no, no, no. So great. So no. great. It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Did you I like throttle? freak out. Where did we Is go? Is that the one where you go backwards? Uh, up and over the loop? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. We yes. did a ride somewhere. Even just like doing Universal, I get freaked out. Like yeah. I, I've been on the Jurassic Park ride several times, but I just the whole time I'm like, I know I'm going to hate it. I just know. And I feel yeah, so out of control. Out. And I just 
Ah, it's a control issue sure. situation. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, <laughs> listeners, I'm oh, sorry for the Wendy <laughs> Wendy chattering in the background, she but now Wendy's the at the table. She's so nice cute. Berries. <laughs> Sooner Magic says, someone responds interesting to my story. I think they really want to say, I couldn't care less about what you just said. I noticed that on the Monday show, I keep saying to people, that's so interesting. And I mean it sincerely, but it's just weird that that's my thing that I keep saying now. I think it's the tone of interesting. Mm-hmm. It's when people say like, interesting, or like, mm, like it's like, like, I don't know what like to say. It's like when you text someone interesting with a period. That's the tone. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> like, what does that mean? I think I've said I have a judgment a yeah. lot throughout this podcast, and I have been genuinely interested. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it just could be like, no, not more. I would like more information <laughs> on this. Cindy in Spain says it annoys me to hear people chewing, but hearing my dog eat is music to my ears, especially if your dog is eating something like a chip. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Lane says, and this is the last one. When people refer to my husband as my man or my hubby, when inquiring about him, it makes me want to scream. I feel like maybe they just forget what his I don't name know is. about that, but you know what? I can't stand his wifey. Oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if that's like if someone said like, "Hey, how's your man?" That well, that is kind of a weird mm-hmm. question. Or like, what about your like? You feel that way about roller coasters? What about your man? Oh yeah, <laughs> that sounds weird. That does sound weird. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Or where's your man? I uh, mm. I'm a I'm a single, and I, so I, sometimes I want because it, it definitely bugs me a lot. But I'm like, well, are you maybe just secretly jealous? But I think I just get bugged. I think yeah, that just bugs it's me. a little weird. Yeah. 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 All right. We've solved it. <laughs> we did it. We won. I have a dog to tell you guys about. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutton. Come inside, come inside, with poop on your butt, with poop on your butt, dog, 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 dog. that's what you are, that's what you are, Alright, up for adoption at Friends of the Animals Baton Rouge is Cheryl. Cheryl is a cream-colored shepherd retriever mix with perfectly adorable tan, almost apricot spots. A close look at her sweet face reveals a cute spot covering one eye. At approximately two years and 32 pounds, Cheryl shows off her shepherd side by being alert and curious. Her smarts would be enhanced with obedience training or even doing agility. She's an active dog looking to be a close companion for someone who enjoys walking, running, biking, or other adventure. And you guys can find out more about Cheryl by going to tinyurl.com slash adopt Cheryl. That's S-H-E-R-Y-L. So tinyurl.com slash adopt Cheryl is where you go. And I'll have a, a, a link to Cheryl in the episode summary of this uh, episode on my website. Great. My, it's like my brain stopped. My brain stopped so long ago, but my face keeps going. Exactly. You guys, thank you so much for... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> going great. Uh, going great. Uh, Look, I've talked before about I have been forced into becoming a morning person. I'm very, very tired. <laughs> <laughs> when the, when we stop recording, Allison just keeps talking, and I just put her in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> and I just close the door. 
Shut Thank you, everyone, for being on the show. Jeff, where do we go to find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter, Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? At Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the snappy. Cleek oh, <laughs> Glorp. <laughs> Alan? Uh, I am at the hashtag Al. Everywhere. Jenna. Oh, sorry. Uh, you can find me at Jenna Kim Jones, jennakimjones.com. Check out my podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones. I love saying my name. You can Google my, or not Google, find my new special. I have a new comedy special. It's called Jenna Kim Jones Fun to Hug. So Google that and the special will come up and then you can watch it. You can stream it online for $2, $1. It's $1 or $2 if you want to watch it in like high, high, high definition, which I suggest because I squoze into a very tight pair of size six jeans to get on to be in this special they were probably too tight but whatever it was an accomplishment for me anyway uh check it out jenna kim jones fun to hug it's a i think the special i'm kind of proud of it so i want you guys to watch it check it out thanks do it and renee tell them where to go to find you and plug all your things sure uh i will check out that special i uh i'm on twitter at renee colvert uh instagram renee s colvert because i did it wrong the first time uh, and then the podcast is Can I Pet Your Dog, uh, which is just fun. If you like dogs, that's a fun thing to do. Uh, Allegra and I also have a new podcast for a company called Cuteness. Uh, and that time we talk about dogs and cats. So uh, either the Cuteness podcast or Can I Pet Your Dog podcast, if you like animals. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time. But now we gotta go Yeah, Allison Rosen Is your new best friend